chemistry. Good job, lady. Oh. Elmo Hall. Hall first down. Elmo <laughs> I have never been so mad at a team in my life. What's Why are they playing like this? 36 so points in the third quarter? 36 points! That's an embarrassment. You should be ashamed to be an NFL fucking football team. That's an embarrassment. Yay, chemistry. Go bury your head in a fucking hole, because you should be an ostrich right now. You fucking suck at life. A tiger should be eating your ass. Hey. Hey, fantasy, this session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions They got a band to kicker, we need that correction Talk mouth, we flexing, how many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record Fantasy, this session, fantasy, this session And we back in the spirit of Javar. Javar not here with us. He might show up. He might not. All depending on how the good brother. I doubt it. I doubt it. Welcome (laughs) to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is October the 15th, and the boys are back in town, as always, wherever you're listening to this at. Man, I'm sorry, bro. I'm out of breath, bro. During the intro. Bro. See, bro. God damn. I'm trying to make it through the room. You're going to make it through the show. You're going to fuck it up on I'm the intro. I'm trying to run through the room and get back to the charge. I was like, shit, got to make it. Got to make it. It was like that fucking Olympics. Damn. But, uh, <laughs> all good, um, though, bro. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking with the campaign. Make sure you subscribe, like, and uh, follow all that good stuff. If you haven't already, tell a friend to tell a friend where you've been. Got the best fantasy news in the land. Um, Facts. Let's give a moment of silence out to the black kings and queens out there that's losing their lives. And we back. And we back. Yeah, yeah man. I just did a goddamn hundred yard hurdle just to get back to the show for y'all boys. How you feeling, bro? How you feeling after Thursday night? The Eagles versus the Bucks. A little bit of uh, mixed feelings, you know. Um, did have Jalen Hurts going in a couple places, and that was, you know, that was good news. But that man, it, it remains true through uh, six weeks, man. Like, if you have Jalen Hurts, don't watch the game. <laughs> just, yeah, just be happy bro. with from the from the points that you get, bro. Because this is the second time I've seen him like on prime time, so I've been able to watch the whole game, bro. And I'm like, bro, this is going to be the week that he doesn't finish as a QB one, and then whoop. For the fourth quarter comes, bro. He just like running all over motherfuckers. It's like he tries to give the offense a chance, like the first half. He was like, you know, I'm gonna go through the offense, go through my reads and all that shit. And then the second half, he's like, all right, this shit ain't working, bro. So he takes it into his own hand, kind of like Paul Crew in Longest Yard. Is like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. But he doesn't look good at times, though. He doesn't look. He doesn't. He doesn't, bro. And and honestly, bro, I'm not not to say that he's just like some superstar to just like just not being set up to to succeed, bro. That's not the case at all. Like he's definitely you know rough around the edges, but he has shown some good signs at times, bro. But I think the one of the biggest problems is this this offense, bro. This coaching staff or whoever's out here calling up these plays, bro, because it just doesn't seem like an offense suited for um, Jalen Hurts, bro. So. It's no appreciate it motion. It's it's no creativity. It's no. It's just it's just weird, bro. It just looks like a bland offense, bro. And it just shouldn't be like that. When you have a rushing quarterback like that and a playmaker in Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith, a Heisman Trophy winner, and just the offense looks like shit. So Kenneth Gainwell should be looking way better than Kenneth Gainwell. That was weird too. It's just like, bro, yeah. have y'all not watched any film? Have y'all y'all don't watch no film, bro. Like <laughs> what the fuck, bro? I started them too. Hey, let them know how you did. Let them know uh, who who, who all did you start. You told me to start them. You had a whole speech about. Well, I said I wouldn't be surprised. I said I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Oh well, I fucking was. I was very surprised. (laughs) (laughs) You you taught me off the ledge, bro. You was like not season long. I was like, bro, maybe. I didn't didn't have no choice. I didn't have no choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was actually myself personally. I was like, oh shit, okay, okay. But bro, the game plan that was that was what you should have. That was what they should have did. They should have passed more to the running backs, bro. Because it's 
we've seen multiple teams do that, bro. And it's just, right. I mean, I guess we just assumed competence from this coaching staff, and I don't think we could assume that anymore, bro. That's I think the process is right. Fired a, that's what happened when you fired a Super Bowl winning coach for yeah. no reason. He won with a backup quarterback. Hey, man, exactly, um, keep it going right quick. I got to do another 100-yard hurdle to go get my charger. Yeah, damn, hurry up, bro. All right, here we go. But, yeah, so uh, if you started um, Antonio Brown, I feel like you were happy. He had 13 targets out there. Still playing on, like, half of the snaps as Godwin and Evans. But when he's out there, man, the same thing happened last year. It's happening again this year. He is targeting A.B. when he's out there, bro. And uh, I think anybody else that you started from receiver-wise from the Bucks, disappointing days, uh, Evans, and Godwin had a disappointing day, and that's just you know what you got to live with when it's so many playmakers on the other side. Any receiver you started, trash. It's been a Not couple, happy. a couple disappointing days from those uh, Tampa Bay wide receivers, though. Not just yeah, like but one. Exactly that, but that's honestly how I feel like nobody should be surprised at this point. Though it's just too many like pieces out there, bro. And it wasn't like no shootout. They were controlling the whole game. So when they get they getting game scripts like that, it's just not everybody's going to eat. So, but it was OJ good to see. Howard. Uh, Leonard, yeah. OJ, that was weird as fuck. I was thinking about mm-hmm. playing OJ Howard in DFS and like a little Thursday night showdown. And I looked at the stats and shit. I'm like, okay, they've been using OJ Howard as a primary pass blocking tight end. And Cameron Brayton's been running the routes, bro. <laughs> they come out yesterday and it's OJ, OJ Howard, bro. Crazy. I was like, bruh. You just can't predict. You just this just goes to show you cannot predict all of this shit. You'll never be able to uh, predict all of it, bro. So, if you was, uh, we we'd all be rich. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, like you said, that that Devonta Smith, he's gonna have to earn it now. It's just he's yeah. that's too unpredictable. But Zach Ertz, though, as a tight end, he looked he he looked. I mean, we thought he was gonna do that, and he did what we thought he was gonna do. So I'm happy that happened. Got uh, we got zone. a question. That's all you could ask for for sure. We got a question before we get in here. Uh, need two wide receivers. Got Robert Woods, Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Maya, Marvin Williams, Chanel, uh, Marvin Jones, and Chanel. <laughs> uh, I got Hubbard at the flex. Should I take him out for one of these guys? Well, I don't know if CMC is CMC certified yeah, out. I already wrote out. Mother He's already wrote out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell you've been busy today, bro. Yeah, I've been moving, like, bro. I've been moving. Like five, eight, five, oh, five almost. Hey, shout out to Joey who um, put me on the news. Um, I would definitely not take Herbert out. Herbert, yeah, I would definitely keep him in there. He's the get. He's getting going to get the guaranteed volume. Yep. They're all these other guys the is literally volume. up and down. They're like wide receiver. Back in wide receiver two, maybe, and then high in wide receiver three. So I'd rather go with that that solidified RB two. Oh, he still need two though. Oh, he need two. He need uh, two. Yeah, he need two. So oh, I'm he got Clay- okay. So keep Hubbard in the flex. Yeah, keep and Hubbard in the flex. I'm- Woods and Sutton. Wasn't I like Claypool with no? Juju. I like Claypool. It's just just Big Ben is just like, Big Ben is so trash. Really but shit. Claypool looked good last week off his. Let me see my rankings. I haven't had time to do mine. So I said, I said Woods. That's what I said. Woods and Sutton. Let me see my rankings reflect that. Nope. Claypool and Woods. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, I would go with Claypool and uh, Woods. They're the same Claypool, tier. Woods, Hubbard. Yep. Um, that's it for Thursday. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hey, man, let's give it people what they're here for. Mm-hmm. On to the first game. If you don't hear the, your game that you're looking for, we probably did it on the last episode. Go check out the first episode. Uh, we got the Rams at the Giants, right? First game, yep. nine and a half point favorite at Rams or over under a 48. How do you feel about the Rams' chances uh, against the Giants? Or rather, the Giants' chances against the Rams. I heard Daniel Jones is going to be back. He's fully certified yep. to go. Uh, we already know no Saquon. Devin Booker, he's a lot. I mean, he's a lot, but I feel like against the Rams, it's probably going to be a rough matchup, but he got the guaranteed volume like we always love to speak about. Exactly. And he was like top top 10, I want to say, in expected production last week. So. That is good to see. What this goes to show, he wasn't just the volume that was propping him up. Either he looked okay um, last week, and he's going to get all of the volume. Um, matchup is tough though, so I guess you could rank him like maybe like a middling RB two. I would say 
But he is a he's a strong, especially with bye weeks and, and so many injuries around the league. So many injuries. It's not too too many too many options you can really start over him. So if you got him, I feel like he he's almost a must play, like a flex at the least. Um, well, the wide receivers: Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony. I don't think uh, Slayton is healthy, but I know St- Sterling Shepard exactly. So. Um, Kadarius Tony, you know, we had a big week last week. You always got to be wary of those trap games. Um, after a big blow-up week, people chasing the points. How do you feel about Kadarius Tony against those Rams? Uh, I feel like it's going to be kind of hard to sit him, bro, because you got Monday yeah. missing again this week. Or King not again, he's ruled out already. Um, you got uh, Shepard did say he was coming back. So it's really just it's it's really just Shepard and Tony, bro. Got Ingram out there, too. But I think Tony, bro, he showed his his playmaking last week that elite upside playmaking where that dude just moves differently bro he has something that you just cannot teach to mm-hmm. people bro like he has that Tyreek Hill like quickness bro so I mean I'm cool with him as a wide receiver three I am aware that it is trap game potential bro but they don't have a lot of options out there so and they're 10 point or nine and a half point underdog so I feel like uh any competent coach staff would find a way to get him involved so um I'm fine with him as like a wide receiver three yeah, you got to trust the volume. They threw it to him 13 times. Um, Monster, bro. Yeah. Even if he gets half of that, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he gets 13 targets again, but I, I mm-hmm. don't think if he does, that's great news for me. But uh, seven, seven, seven targets, six, seven targets, you know what I'm saying? Something explosive yep. off those six, seven targets. I think that's what you could be looking for. You mentioned Evan Ingram. I think he's a good play. Like you mentioned, with just the lack of, lack of uh, pass catchers out there. Um, he mm-hmm. did produce last week, and like Javar mentioned, he's going up in each week since he um stepped on the field. He scored at least nine, yeah, scored at least nine points in the last two two games. Uh, yeah, so I like him. Uh, on the other side of the ball, of course, you're gonna start Daryl Henderson, Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods. Uh, had a monster week last week, 27 PPR points. We gotta hope that this keep going, man. We gotta hope that the return of Robert Woods is back. Uh, Van mm-hmm. Jefferson. He's still really boomer bust for me. You know what I mean? He's getting he's getting yeah. he's coming along, but it's not time for him yet. If any yep. injury happened though, that'd be great. Exactly. Tyler Higby, I love him. Seen six red zone targets this year, scored twice. Uh of course you're gonna roll him out there in this tight end landscape. How do you feel about Daniel Daniel Jones against the Rams? Coming back off a of concussion, it does look like he's he's gonna play. Um I, I like him as a streaming option this week. Uh, I guess we could talk about some options because uh, this is a tough defense he's playing against, but mm-hmm. he's going to have that rushing upside. Um, and he hasn't looked terrible. So uh, Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence against Miami? Mm, I like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor. I got yeah. Daniel one spot ahead, but they're super close. Uh, Daniel Jones or Taylor Heineke? Who Taylor Heineke got again? Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Ooh, I like that. 55 over under. I like Heineke. I think I he like has a bunch of upside, too. too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about the range that you're you're looking at if you're starting uh, Daniel Jones. Um, good play, but it is other options out there. But, of course, the Superflex, he's a, a solid QB, too. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got from that game. Got anything else? Yep. Pretty narrow. On to the next game, we got those Washington uh, football team, like we mentioned, against the Kansas City uh, Chiefs over under 55, Chiefs six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, what kind of starts do you got this week for the Kansas City Chiefs? Hey, 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 before I mention it, the Falcons have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> hey, bro, chill, bro. <laughs> no, you I'm said that's your last episode. Hey, hey, it is true. It is true. It's I a mean, fact. But- but I don't think uh, and our that's defense why we play, why we play a whole season though. <laughs> our defense look a little bit better too. That's yeah, all you're saying. right. You're right. I, I mean, I, I I hope that we can, you know, pull it together. We went went into a bye with the win, bro. I hope we can come out of the bye look, you know, look look good too, bro. But you never know what you're gonna get with these Falcons, bro. Let it be real, bro. But uh, yeah. Uh, as far as the Chiefs go, uh, you know, obvious starts, Mahomes. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Um, some of the other guys I would start, though, is Daryl Williams, of course, with Clyde Edwards. Hilaire on short-term IR. He's going to be missing at least the next three weeks. Daryl Williams will get his first career start, and he has a great matchup. The football team is allowing the 10th most points to opposing running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, McKinnon, of course, he will be worked in, but uh, and of course, that's going to limit his ceiling. 
But I do expect uh, Daryl Williams to get the majority of the work, and so he should be a solid RB2 in this projected shootout. Don't have any obvious sits out here. Um, French players, I want to talk about Miko Harmon. Um, he saw a career high in targets and catches last week. Came away with 76 yards. So the volume was great to see, but, you know, that's the first time he's seen any of that type of volume. Um, mm-hmm. They were pretty much playing catch-up that whole game, I want to say. like they, I don't know if they were playing catch-up the whole game, but they, the Bills were pretty much controlling that whole game. Yeah, the Bills were um, beating them. Exactly. So we, we can't be certain to tight that he'll see that type of volume going. Of course, and then you got Josh Gordon working, still uh, working into the system and everything. So um, he's like a fringe play. Washington has been soft against receivers as a whole, but he does. Harmon has a tough matchup primarily. 53% of his snaps come out of the slot. So he'll see Cameron Curl, who has a PFF grade of 73 and is allowing a 57% catch rate. So I personally be looking for other options, but you know Harmon does have the potential to win you a, a week from one play. So I'm booming him as like a are viewing him as a boomer bus uh, flex play. I like it. Uh, On to the other side of the ball. Him, I like it. Yeah, I ain't gonna like I said. I, I'm personally looking for other options, but if you're in the pickle, then you know. <laughs> if you're in the pickle, there's a <laughs> if you're in the pickle, you know. Uh, Washington Taylor Heineke is a start for me. He's a good streaming option. Horrible week last week. He only had uh, mm. he had zero touchdowns and two picks. Only finished with ten fantasy points. New Orleans is dirt against opposing quarterbacks, so that should have been a little bit expected. What he did last week, but he does get a great spot to bounce back this week. Mm. Kansas City is allowing the most points to quarterbacks, like they are bleeding points to the quarterback positions. Um, so that is good news for him. Of course, you got the high over under. The you know they're they're underdogs, so they will be they will have to throw. And um, he's also this uh, has the six most rushing attempts among quarterbacks, and has the seventh most yards. So even if he struggles as a passer again, I think he has that rushing floor, which should keep him um, safe. So love him as a streaming option this week. Love it. Uh, Tonyo Gibson, of course, you're starting him. Smash play against Kansas City. They're allowing. They're like up top 12 they're allowing like the top 12 to every position almost um coming out three straight double digit games and but the red flag is he did score in all three of those games that's like the only double digit points game like that he has this year in games that come with the uh touchdown and of course mm-hmm. that's because they're not using him in the passing game so that's just something to be aware of like of course he has a great shot at a touchdown but if he doesn't get a touchdown he's just not being used in the passing game like that so so he's going to finish as like a middling rb2 if that happens so just something to monitor. To don't get discouraged if uh you know he finishes as like a RB two low end RB two this week. Ricky Seals Jones filled in for uh Logan Thomas. You know he's on. I don't know if he's on IR, but I know he should be out for a, yeah. A I think probably like a couple more weeks now. Mm-hmm. So uh, he saw nine targets last week in his first game filling in for him. Didn't do much with him, but the volume is what was encouraging. Played most of his snap. Uh, another good note is he played most of his snaps out wide and in the slot. So he's pretty much operating as a second receiving option, which raises his ceiling. And then he gets a great matchup with uh, Kansas City, allowing the fifth most points to tight ends. Sorison will be his primary matchup, who has a PFF grade of 34 and allowing an 80% catch rate. So yes. fire up Ricky Sills, Jones, as a, a great streaming option this week. Only got one French player, no sits. Adam Humphreys, if you're dealing with injuries or bye weeks, uh, I feel like you could do worse than Humphreys. Second on the team in uh, routes behind McLaurin has one of the highest over-unders on a week, and his primary matchup will be against Sneed, who has a PFF grade of 51 and allowing an 81% catch rate. So don't force it into your line, you know, don't force him into your lineup. But if you're like stuck, you know, back against the wall, don't have anybody to play, I don't think he's gonna like sink your team this week. So I think Adam Humphreys could be a good play if you need him. And that's it. I never really thought about Adam Humphreys, but he how much the time? Yeah, I was looking through much up, the matchups. You said That's what? This is really how much the Tana Haneke spread the ball to me. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not going to be like a target hog or anything. It's good, Javar. Show ass to the show, bro. Nah, it's so bro. crazy. And he's not even trying to come to the show. He's talking about someone. Yeah, no. Let's yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> not like, yo, I'll be there in five here. minutes. I'll it. be there in 10 minutes. Nah, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yeah. The show open? <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I was just loving goddamn Buddha. I was, I was, I was just <laughs> I was right <coming>. there, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just feel like on, 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 like normal weeks, maybe not, bro. But I just feel like 
with this high over under, you know they're gonna be trailing in the game. You know they're gonna have to pass the ball around. So I think he has a high enough floor to to be considered this week. Nothing, nothing, man. Just consideration. Hopefully, Tyler. Hopefully, um, Patrick Mahomes. It's not even like Patrick Mahomes is doing bad. Like you said, it's that defense, man. As long as they got defense, that defense, bro. It's, it's, yeah, bro. It's, they're gonna be in too many shootouts. Shootout. Uh, Arizona at the three point favorite Browns. I was surprised by them being the favorite. Is, did it change? You got anything? Uh, nah, that's that's what I got too. That's crazy. Uh, 49 and a half point favorites. I think I'm taking Arizona. Well, maybe they just think they're not going to be undefeated anymore. Uh, Arizona, I got Kyler Murray. Of course, you're starting him. He is dealing with that shoulder injury. That is something we want to um, mention. Uh, I think we mentioned that in the last episode. Also, be aware that the uh, Cleveland Browns are giving up. Wait a minute. Never mind. Yeah, you can just start him. DeAndre Hopkins dealing with it. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins dealing with the injury last week. We saw him get into the end zone for the first time since week two, which always helps his day. We still haven't seen him get over those double-digit target targets, so that's always something to be, you know what I'm saying, we're on, the, on mm-hmm. the rise for that. So I know a lot of people are getting tested with DeAndre Hopkins, but I think he just got to ride the course. Um, he is going to against Denzel Ward, but you still got to throw him out there. He's a lot to load to start. A couple of fringe starts that I got. For Arizona is Chase Edmonds, who's also dealing with a shoulder injury, but he should be playing Sunday. That ceiling is always capped. I think we mentioned it during the offseason, like how many times he had gotten to the end zone. I want to say mm. it was one time in like two two years or something crazy like that. One in, one end zone rush. Uh, yep. and, and the, the story goes on, man. He has had a touchdown receiving or rushing all year. So that's always going to cap his ceilings. Um He's still playing 60% of the, of the snaps, so you can still throw him out there. Kansas City is fifth in fantasy points allowed to the running back, um, so they're really good against the run. That's why I don't really trust him. They're only giving up 57 game, fifty-seven yards per game on the ground and only two rushing touchdowns all year. I know James Conner has also scored a lot during the last th- two, uh, three weeks, five touchdowns. It's basically mm-hmm. in the same range as Edmonds with me. Um, Vegas has Cleveland as favorites, and I think, like you mentioned earlier in the year, if that if Vegas, I mean, not at Vegas, but if Cleveland is in front, or if yeah, if Arizona is chasing Cleveland, then James Conner won't have the opportunity to be on the field as much because mm-hmm. he's not using pass catching downs. Um, so he's really that's checking a, out us for me, exactly. That's you're, you're playing with fire with uh, with James Conner because he he's scoring like multiple touchdowns the last two weeks. So, you know, that's not going to continue. And I feel like uh, Chase Evans just has a higher floor because he's getting targets. Not, you know, he's not really relying on touchdowns, which mm-hmm. Connor is. So I like it. I, I mean, I don't like it. But I like what you were saying. Pause. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't start. I wouldn't force those two guys into your lineups. Um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are probably disappointed on Evans this year. I Man, it's a flex play. Last, last week was just his only – down game and he i guess it maybe depends on his health because that you know he had to report about his health coming into last week and put up a dud but before that he was double digits every week it's not even that that, i don't think he's good is the matchup also but against pass catching running backs though like maybe on the ground but the browns opponents have been have been targeted the browns have targeted the uh opponents have targeted the running backs for the browns the fifth fewest times in the nfl this year they're just not giving up a lot of – they're not giving up points to the running back. Period. Gotcha. Um, sits for the Arizona um, Cardinals, I got Christian Kirk as a sit. He's came back down to earth after looking like a breakout candidate earlier this year. Only six targets the last two weeks at under 50 yards and no touchdowns. And he's third in the team in running routes. A.J. Green is also a sit for me uh, the first week. Not seeing six targets like I mentioned. He has seen six targets in every week. Uh, before last week, only seeing two targets, catching one for 13 yards. Uh, he's still second on the team in routes, only being targeted 16% of the um, routes ran. Uh, and that's the second, and he has a second worst matchup according to PFF against Greedy Williams. So I just don't like that matchup. And Rondell, Rondell Moore saw the most targets since he since week two, that, break, uh, that big breakout week two. Uh, he did rush the ball three times, had a 97 yards. Total, I think this could be a Cordell Patterson, you know what I'm saying, alert 
Um, not not yet. I wouldn't throw him in my lineup yet every week. Mm-hmm. Um, he has played 48% of the snaps. That's a career high. So if we keep seeing a consistency of him being on the field, then I think we could um, feel comfortable starting him at that point. I wouldn't mind him as a uh, flex option this week just for the – I feel like a lot of that had to do, you know, last week was Max Williams getting hurt. They ran way more four receiver sets last week because of that. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I don't, we don't know if it was because of that, but, you know, Tennessee. most likely was because of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, and we didn't talk about the Zach Ertz news, but um, they don't have Mac, Max Williams or Zach Ertz this week. So I feel like they are still on that type of offense. So you said the Zach Ertz news? <laughs> what? I was so confused. I was like, what are you talking about? Bro, you didn't hear about the Zach Ertz news, bro? <laughs> he got traded to the Cardinals, bro. Damn, dog, bro. No, bro. Oh, that boy that. has That's been crazy. out of it, bro. Because <laughs> you mentioned when we talked about Zach Ertz in the beginning, I thought we was gonna mention it then, but we like I, I, I told you I've been moving, bro. I had did my notes and I ain't did. I ain't really. If it wasn't yeah. part of my games, I ain't. I ain't look at. Damn, so that's great. Is, yeah, he, it was this. Can he play twice? <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's so funny, bro, because you're literally like five hours behind of of uh of the fantasy community, bro. Because when he got traded, bro, that's what you, I swear I've seen. I see like fifty tweets, bro. Where everybody's like, "So, because can Zach Ertz play twice this week? Because uh, that would be awesome, bro." Shit <laughs> is so funny, bro. But no, he cannot play twice. It's against yeah. the rules for plays to play twice. But yes. <laughs> so yeah, but back to this. I mean, of course, he's he's not gonna be there this oh, week. Yeah, Rondell Moore could be a good play, but yeah, bro, Zach Ertz. I feel like it helps go there more than Zach Ertz, though, because it's still options out there in Arizona. Max Williams was breaking out, but he was doing it on four targets a game, pretty much. So I don't think Zach Ertz is going to get much more. There's too many targets out there already for him to get there. It's finally free, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We've been waiting so long for this shit. It's so good to like find out news and that you didn't even know. And I'm not like, I'm genuinely yeah, surprised right crazy, now. Like, that's bro. crazy. You said Zach Ertz. <laughs> Zach Ertz I thought I was catching you or something. I'm like, why the fuck you keep saying that? Um, yeah. Mr. Grapefruit, shout out Mr. Grapefruit. My running back situation is so crap. Uh, 10 man standard league. I got CMC, Zeke, CH, Damien, and Monty. The fact that that is crap is crazy. And Patterson on the bye, um, I have to play Bruh. Stevenson. Uh, that is pretty gross. Bro. I would be doing exactly what Jesus is doing in that pit. Is that Jesus? Oh, no, that's Matthew McConaughey. Just like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's Matthew McConaughey dressed up as Jesus, man. But, yeah, I'd be doing exactly what he was doing if I had that 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 running back court right now, bro, because that is horrible luck, bro. So Yeah. Yeah, bro. Sorry Two for weeks you, ago, bro. Yeah, for Stay sure. Sean, don't give up, bro. Keep working that waiver, man. Nah, bro, I was moving, so I didn't really get to, like, I wasn't up on, like, like the fantasy news as I would normally be. But that's hilarious. But, but just real quick, though, man, like, mm-hmm. I, I made a tweet about uh, the fantasy implications for Godair. Like, they were – him and Ertz, because you remember, they were pretty much splitting snaps out there. Bro. So snaps, if you yeah. take their, their target share, they were a 25% target share between them, bro. So I feel mm-hmm. like if even if Godair, like, drops down to, like, a 19 20%, he's still going to be up there with the elites in terms of, like, tight end target share percentage. I think – uh Kelsey is at like 20, 21%. Uh, same with Waller, so and and Mark Andrews. So I feel like the sky's the limit for him, bro. We've been we've been waiting years for for the breakout, bro. And we saw Man. he looked better than Ertz out there. I don't know why they were just giving Ertz more more time or splitting time like that, but finally get to see it, bro. So I'm excited. I'm excited as food. Um sure. on to the other side. We got Cleveland starts, of course, Nick Chubb. I did see that he is out. Uh, Kareem Hunt steadily producing, man. 17 touches last week, 89 yards, scored twice. He's now scored every game except one this year. The Cardinals have allowed 204 yards through the air to the running back position as 15th in the NFL, but no touchdowns so far. But now that Chubb is out, Hunt is about to have like a monster game. He's an RB, he could have like an RB1 potential this week. Um, fringe starters, we got OBJ, man. After two weeks with at least seven targets, he ended up. Last week with only three. Hey, Baker, hey, you should probably, like, throw him the ball, like, accurately. That would be cool. He's only, like, it's one over, of the best wide receivers. <laughs> like, so they're, they're talking over, about bro. trading him. So that's cool. He's ran 97 routes since he's returned. That's, like, second on the team. Like, 
a hold of wide receivers that's ran like routes mm. all year. Uh, he's being mm. targeted on 20% of his routes, but he's just not. Baker went from being one of the most accurate quarterbacks to like one of the most gunshot quarterbacks. It's really weird how that happened. It is. It is. Um, but I mean, it honestly, seems like he plays better with. I mean, I didn't want to yeah. say it coming into the year, bro, but it, it really does seem like he plays better without OBJ out there, bro. It's so weird. Like, how weird is the that? Best freaking wide receivers playing with you, bro. You you just can't can't get it right, bro. Just, is he scared? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's weird, something bro. can't explain it, bro. Um, but with 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 um Chubb being out. I do think he could get some some targets out there. The Cardinals ha- are have allowed el- the 11th most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Volume is the only thing missing here from the scenario. Um, mm. Accurate volume, that is, should I say. So, you know, shout out to OBJ, man. If you have to start him, I feel like he I – don't, I don't know if you can sit him. Would you sit him this week? I can. I, I'm can. sitting him in one league. I mean, but it's a dynasty where you got deep, deep. Uh, but even then, I don't feel like yeah. he's done enough to, to really, like, warrant a you know starting line like starting spot like i guess let's look at i'm gonna look at obj or tyler player. boyd uh obj obj or marvin jones marvin jones obj or lineage uh chanel chanel all right that's uh, gross i can't believe yeah. it have can't come to this, you know, point, but you know, it is what it is. Got to adjust on the fly. Um, on to the other game, we got the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's a sit for me. Threw three hundred yards last last week and two touchdowns for the first time. He threw three hundred yards since week one, and the first time all year he's threw multiple touchdowns in a week. Um, he's just not throwing the ball enough to be a QB one. You know, what I'm saying one league quarterback starter so he's a sit for me david and joku i want to talk about him he could be another trap uh he splashed last week with all of the usage he got seven targets called all seven of them 449 yards and a touchdown he's been limited at practice this week with a knee injury uh hooper and and joku still have been on the field the mo- uh around the same time both playing on the field 60 percent of the snaps um, Arizona has defended against the tight end pretty well, allowing the fewest fantasy points to the position. So that all the people that are hype on trying to chase the Njoku um, stats, I would like cool your turf. Yeah, don't do it. Times now for him. Time to chill my turf. Game script could possibly play out like it did last week, bro. But I'm not depending on that to play out again, bro. That this that's an outlier. Appreciate that, bro. If you ain't already appreciate subscribed, it, bro. you have, bro. But yeah, man, shout out to you. Go tell somebody else to subscribe if you already subscribed. On to the is that all from that game? Yeah, I'm not touching anybody else out there. It's pretty gross. Hopefully, Jarvis Landry comes back pretty soon, man. I think they designated him to return from IR, but I don't think it'll be this week. I think it's so he should be good to go next week. Just gotta keep an eye on the practice reports. Um, to the next game, we got three and a half point favorite Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Over under 44 points. Uh, Derek Carr, after a 3-0 and start, uh, things been pretty shaky. Week three, he's thrown over 210 yards, only scored two touchdowns, um, along with two interceptions. Um, he's put up seven PPR points last week against the Bears. Uh, I got him as a sit for me. Josh Jacobs, he's a must-start every week. It's, oh, wow. Uh, well, yeah, if he's healthy, you're starting him. You're starting him if he's healthy. I mean, but, okay, when I say must start, I mean, like, I don't mean he's going to be a stud. Yeah. I guess, uh, he's a star. Hey, and, hey, we didn't talk about fucking John Gruden. That's what we didn't talk about. Yeah, hey, he's out of here, bro. It is what it is, bro. Yeah, I, honestly, so I mean, I feel like, and you know, just keeping it to fantasy football, like, I feel like in years past, like, you see – when a coach is fired or something like that, you get like a little, you know, post fire bump from the players, bro. But this is kind of, kind of a different situation. It's a resignation. We don't know how these players felt about him before this news came mm-hmm. out. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to be like, just like too distracted or, you know what I mean? Like if they're going to be focused enough. Cause so this possibly could end bad for them, bro. So I, I don't know how to feel about them, man. I feel like, I mean, of course you're starting all the guys you would normally start. I feel mm-hmm. like, but it's I, I'm kind of worried, bro. 
kind of works. So speaking of normally start, does Henry Ruggs and Renfro um, fit into that for you? Uh, neither are must starts. Um, I feel like they both. So if you need a, a high floor, of course, Renfro, um, he, he's been pretty consistent this year. Uh, I'm not sure what he got last year. I didn't have this game. So you remember? Uh, Javar had this shit. Um, I don't want to misspeak. Renfro is uh, wide receiver 27, leading the wide receiver. Yeah, so he, with yeah, he had points. eight last, last week. So that's pretty much his floor. I think that's his lowest. Yeah, that's his lowest point total that he's got all year. So he's that safety valve down the middle. So I think he is a, a uh, start as a flex if you, you know, if you just need a high floor option. Um, Rugs is. He's been on the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Ruggs is uh same type of points, I feel like, but they get it in a different way. I feel like he gets uh Ruggs is more of like that upside play, targeted down the field, you know. Um he can get you 20 or he can get you like five. So yeah. um he scored he has scored less than six points all year though. Who uh so Ruggs? He can get you six, yeah. Yeah, so six, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um high upside, um lower floor than Renfro, but I think they're both fine starts if you need it. Um, of course, he's starting Darren Waller. He hasn't done. You know, he's been kind of yeah. He's been kind of yeah. average this year, bro. Like you got to start him, the bro. Fuck, bro? He's, he's just giving dude nineteen targets week one, and it's like you know what? We're gonna change this now, bro. Uh, <laughs> even though we won the game and everything, you know, it's just fuck, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, yeah, we're gonna give you all these targets on your birthday. No more. Exactly, bro. Sheesh. On to the other side of the ball, we got Teddy Two Gloves. Not a good mm-hmm. matchup. Um, he's been playing kind of shaky last couple games. Uh, Raiders defense has the best pass rush and the second best pass coverage team, according to PFF. Uh, so I'm sitting him, and we just don't know what this Ravens that this Raiders team is going to look like. You know, what I'm saying without mm-hmm. they they could come out there just with no energy and just get the doors exactly. Off of them. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Marvin Jones and Javonta Williams. The running Melvin back. Gordon. <laughs> what on, I say? <laughs> Marvin Jones. <laughs> oh shit. Melvin Gordon and Javonta Williams. The running back carries have been decreasing in the last two weeks uh due to playing from behind. Both running backs are still splitting 50-50. Um, I think you can still start both of them in the flex. It's not no real upside there, but they, they're, mm. there's running back landscape. You can feel comfortable starting them. Yep, it's looking like uh Melvin Gordon should play, but he has been limited all week with like a knee injury, so Something to monitor because if Melvin Gordon does sit, then uh, Javante is a smash play, bro. Because he clearly is the better running back at this point in their careers, bro. Like that dude breaking tackles all over the place. I want to say he's like second in missed tackles for us. So uh, just something to monitor. But of course, with Melvin Gordon there, he's going to be kept. So just, yep. Uh, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. Sutton is seeing a healthy dose of targets. Um, against the defense, giving up the 29th most wide points to the wide receiver position. But you can feel comfortable starting Sutton. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, that upside is always going to be capped. Uh, Tim Patrick, I think I don't I don't feel comfortable starting him at this point. He's averaged around six targets a game, less than 40 yards, and he don't have any touchdowns yet. But he's only scored under double digits one point one time this year, bro, which was yeah. the week before last. So. I feel like he's that consistent. Like I, I, be, I said it like you know last few weeks. I feel like with him, bro, he's just that player you don't really want to play. But if you need, if you are struggling with injuries or bye weeks, I feel like he's a, a great play as like a, a flex play. Of course, I'm starting him in a couple places, and the last time I started him was the week that he put up a dud. So um, just be aware that I'm starting him this week, so he might put up another dud this week. <laughs> you know, are you starting him against me? Uh, in legend, not legend. Yeah. Uh, Sundays, Sundays redraft. Let's go. I'm playing you <laughs> on Sundays. Bro. Oh, the redraft. Yeah, redraft. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a good matchup, that, bro. Yo, I hate multiple really? fucking app. Like, um, I know, I know. Bro, just put we it have, all we, on we, sleeper, bro. It's we so were weird. so close too, bro. Like, literally, ninety nine percent of our leagues are on sleeper. Then you just got this one ESPN league. Just so gross, that. bro. So gross. Uh, Noah Fant, um, he's a must-start. So, um, yep. yep. On to the next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites against New England, over-under 50. Dallas, um, you know, they've been like a, not a, a, not that five, 
50, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. pass attempt offense like we thought they were going to be in the beginning of the season. And they do look good, man. They look good out there. So I would I think they're going back to that anytime soon. Yeah, um, good, good, good for yeah, good for <laughs> real life, bro. Kind of sucks for fantasy, bro, because mm-hmm. just their style of play, and you know, their defense is actually looking good out here. Mm-hmm. Uh the off I mean the running game is working real good. So that's limited in the ceiling of the CD Lambs and the Coopers. And mm-hmm. along with that, you got Dalton Schultz, who has been a nice surprise this year. Um, that'd be a perfect transition to him. Seventh among tight ends and targets, fourth in receptions. 50 yards, bro. He's been targeted on 25% of, of his 120 routes ran, and he's second among tight end in yards per route run, bro. So he's been balling this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got to keep staying in the flames with him. Uh, no, New England has been elite against tight ends. They're allowing the fourth. fourth. You muted yourself. I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, they've been elite against tight ends, but the tight ends they faced were Gesicki in week one. When he wasn't used, remember we talked about that. Ryan mm. Griffin, Adam Troutman, Cameron Brayton, Jordan Akins is the, literally the only tight ends they face. So none of the guys that I mentioned are as involved as Schultz. So I'm not really worried about the matchup or the points that they've given up because that's why you got to look a little bit deeper into stuff like that because you might get mm-hmm. tricked. So I think he's a top six option this week at, at tight end, bro. So I'm rolling him out there. Yeah. Yep. So uh, of course. You're still starting the Dax and the uh, the receivers, Cooper and Lamb. You gotta adjust expectations a little bit, bro, because they're not gonna be in a t- if they're not gonna be in a game where it projects to be a shootout, bro. Then it's just it's, it's not gonna happen, bro. And I don't think it's gonna 50 be like points. That. It's pretty. I mean, fifty, 50 points. Man, is not I think bad. it should be an under, bro, because you got the Patriots who not they don't put up a lot of points. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see where those points was gonna come from. You know what I mean? And then you got Dallas who's playing a more like like run-centered offense, bro, and playing good defense. Like, they're not in shootouts like they we're accustomed to seeing. So, if I was a betting man, which I kind of am, but I'm not betting on games. I've been screwed so many times. <laughs> but if I was, uh, I would take the under on this game because I don't I don't see it hitting 50, bro. Who are you – who is? Who do you think the Patriots are going to take away? Like, they always take away the superstar. Who do you think is the superstar that gets taken away? Oh, shit, I hope they take away the run, bro, because that would be – Awesome Amazing. for my yeah, receiving options. Yeah, I made. But that. man, that's a good. That's a good question, bro. I mean, they. I'm, I was joking, bro. They might do that, bro, because that's been the most successful part of their offense, bro. Yeah. Or he might just. He might just. They might just play it straight up, bro, because Dallas has that team where you could just pick your poison, bro. And if you want to stop the run, then we literally have Ceedee Lamb and Cooper. If you want to take those guys out, we have Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, bro. So. I really don't see them being able to just take anybody out and just be successful with it, bro, because they'll just beat you another way. Mm-hmm. So just got to wait and see with that. Um, but speaking of the run game, Tony Pollard is a uh, solid solid flex play for me, averaging just under 13 opportunities per game, 10.8 um, half PPR points per game. Um, and they've been the, one of the most run-heavy uh, team in the league this year. And so I think he's a uh, a nice flex play this week. I do like a Tony Pollard, yes. I think that is all for that side of the ball. For New England, find Jacoby Myers, bro. Um, well, he scored well, he a touchdown scored a this touchdown. week. <laughs> or will he remain one of the biggest on outliers? Either <laughs> <laughs> he's going to score a touchdown or he's just going to continue to be the biggest outlier known to man, bro. It he doesn't happen outlier. like this, bro. I feel like you I feel like you can get lucky, bro, and just fall into the end zone, bro. Like, mm. It's unexplainable, bro. I, I don't I don't know. But leads the receivers in New England in routes, 24% target share, so that's healthy. Um, he'll be at every week wide receiver, too, if he scores more touchdowns. It's just not the case. But he does have a nice matchup against Jordan Lewis, who has a uh, PFF grade of 52 and allowing a 64% catch rate. And- Dallas uh, will score points, so New England will have to keep throwing to, to keep up, I feel like. And um, – so I, I, I like Jacoby as a high-end wide receiver three this week with the potential to blow up if he finally scores a touchdown. So that's how I feel about him. How do you feel about Henry. Mac Jones? Oh, go ahead. I still don't like Mac Jones, but you I feel like, like he's Jones? doing really, really good in real life, bro. It's just the ceiling, bro. Like, it's it's just – unless they're forced to – I think they're going to have to throw. I think they're going to have to. Yeah, they, they might. But then again, bro, like, Dallas hasn't been, like – blowing anybody out they've been controlling the clock they've been controlling the game bro so it could happen and if it does happen it may be but 
I I wouldn't start him. I would look for other options. QB two, if you have to, okay, but because I don't think he's gonna sink you or anything. He's just not gonna win you a week. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty much how I will feel about him every week. Um, yeah. So Hunter Henry last week pretty much confirmed that he is the guy over Jonu Smith. He ran twenty routes compared to just six for Jonu. The the priority signing that they made and they paid all this money to, they gave him six routes last week. So I don't know what's going on out there on the year. Henry is uh, no, he's at hundred. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. 135 routes and then 71 ran for Jonu solid streaming option this week with Dallas allowing the eighth most points to the position. So like Hunter Henry this week, um, the only sit I have is for on that side of the ball is doing the running backs. Damian Harris did return to practice, so he should be good to go. But I am worried if I do have to depend on him. Um, not only is he banged up, but he's had some ball security issues. And we all know that's a quick way to end up in Belichick's doghouse. We haven't heard from J.J. Taylor since his fumble. So just, you know, how, you, how it goes with, when you fumble, when you yeah, let go rock, bro. Go. Yep. Um, Stevenson has also been talked up a lot recently. So I wouldn't be surprised if he started to eat more into Harris's workload. And lastly, Dallas has been great against running backs, allowing the fifth fewest points to the position. So uh, Damian Harris is a boring RB3 for me this week, um, even, mm-hmm. in, even in a potentially high-scoring game. So I would be looking but for be careful. He, he, I think he's still questionable. for. Uh, yeah, yeah. Harris. That's if he goes, of course. And I'm only looking to start uh, Ramondre Stevenson if Harris can't go this week. Um, but even if he doesn't go, I think Stevenson is a good stash, bro, because I know he got injured last week, but Stevenson did get uh, touches when Harris went out. And they've been talking him up recently. So uh, if if Harris keep, continues to struggle and fumble, and and you know if he continues to get banged up, then I could see opportunity for Stevenson to come in and get more work out here. Do you like Bowden? Bowden yeah. He is. He's operating as the uh, poor James White role, um, mm-hmm. averaging just under five targets per game. So he's in flex uh, consideration with the potential that New England falls behind early in the game, but not super confident in it. He's just. Uh, Especially if New England falls behind. Maybe like a full PPR. Maybe like a full PPR play, but he's not doing nothing on the ground or anything. No, for sure. And that's it? Uh, I like it. Um, I I do think um, uh, Bowden is a a sneaky play this week. I like him. Brandon Bowden. Yep. Mm -hmm. On to the next game. Where we at? We at Sunday Night Football? Yep. I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Building yeah. the bed that's on my London the mile. Getting to say and was broke his finger. Waiting what? all day for the Sunday night. Big Ben sucks. Woo! Trash. On to the <laughs> fucking Seahawks. The starters for the Seahawks. I got uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, of course, Russell Wilson being out is going to affect them because he is just so deadly accurate, even though they don't get, you know what I'm saying, just crazy amounts of volume. But the, the volume that they do get is so accurate, you can't um, miscount what Russell Wilson is for that offense. Gino looked good, but that just could have been, you know what I'm saying, just a brief yep. in the win, or, but you never know. But they have to throw them the ball, so I, I guess you have to play them as wide receiver twos right now, and we just see what happened next. Um mm-hmm. Chris Carson, like we mentioned earlier, is on the IR. Alex Collins, um, still, I feel like he's a great replacement. Um, 17 touches, 72 yards last week, didn't find the end zone. Uh, he's receiving a running back one workload, though. The Steelers are fourth in fantasy points allowed to the running back. Uh, they've yet to allow a touchdown this year. So, that that I mean, that's not a great matchup, but the volume should be there enough for him to be one of those low-end RB2s, you know what I mean, yep. maybe an RB3. But like we mentioned, the, the running back landscape right now is so, so gross. Yeah, uh, it's to the point where if you have Devin Alex Booker Collins, yeah, you're, you're starting. You're starting all the yeah. Devin Bookers and, and Daryl Williams and Alex Collins, bro. Shit, if, the, if the goddamn wind blow the right way, I might start Tyson Williams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. I feel you, bro. Be- oh, it's, yeah, this shit is gross. Um, sits for them. I got uh, Geno Smith. Of course, like I said, we saw Geno take over last week. It's really hard to go back to, to any real stats. Um, last week he did complete 10 passes for 131 yards and a touchdown and through that game losing interception, which was Tyler Lockett's fault. Yeah, it was Tyler Lockett's fault. Uh, but he did also have 23 rushing yards, so that was nice to see. It's like a bit of a Konami code. You have to go back to, like, 2014 to see any real stats on him. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's like, uh, 
the Pittsburgh is 19th in point, fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position and have allowed on average 15 yards on the ground to the quarterback. So um, he could have a, a, a spot in there to score a couple points. Um, if you're like me and have to start Gino, uh, you know, you just got to roll the dice and see what happens. Good luck. <laughs> but, I'm, but, starting, I'm, I'm starting him in the league yeah. too. Superflex. Uh, yeah, I would. I would Superflex, of course. But I wouldn't like force him into my lineup. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Tyler Lockett and DK. I, I feel a little more com- confident in DK Metcalf, of course, just because he's a freaking monster. But Lockett could struggle a little bit because him and Russell just had that connection. Still starting him. Yeah. But uh, it's he's not like a Sherlock, like you know, a sure sure start like he has been in the past. So start him this week, and we'll reevaluate him next week. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Him. You can't you can't sit him on your bench and then he fucking mm-hmm. go crazy. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, on to the starts for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, Najee Harris stepping into that stud role. Uh, now double digit fantasy points in every week except week one, where people were talking <laughs> shit about him early. Um, the number four running back in half PPR leagues, um, Seattle is giving up the third most fantasy points to the running back positions and at least six receptions to the running back position. The game, Najee Harris is about to go crazy. Yeah, he's about to. Um, Deontay Johnson, I also have him as a start. We're weak last week, only seeing two targets, but it was great for him to catch a touchdown on one of them targets and have 72 yards to go with it. So he didn't kill you on his off week. Um, Seattle's giving up the fifth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position, so I got him as a locked-in start. He seems to be the only thing not affected by Big Ben sucking ass. Um, Clay, Chase Claypool, I know like Carlos mentioned before, he's not as confident in him. Uh, after missing the, uh, the week before, he did get six targets last week, catching five of them for 130 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he has run the most routes on the team. is being targeted 25% of the time he runs his routes. And like I mentioned, uh, the wide receiver position uh, by the, the Seattle is getting the fifth most points. So I feel like you can start him comfortably. Oh, yeah, he's a start this week. Uh, since I got Pat um, Furmuth, but I do want to mention um, – I can I even try. Uh, he did play more snaps than Ebron last week. And with Juju being out, um, I think that the tight end position could be something that we look – you know what I'm saying, that, that you could look to stash him. Um, mm-hmm. Also sitting Big Ben, sorry, as he just hasn't showed you anything, even in this great matchup to want to start him. So you got to sit him. Um, I so think gross. that is all for them. Um, also, James Washington. I feel like um, mm-hmm. if he's on the waivers, you should pick him up with Juju being out all year. I know they sound Anthony Miller, but uh, James Washington has a rapport with uh, Big Ben. So, you know, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a good week, but I just couldn't confidently tell you to start him. Nah, the over under is only at what forty two, so forty yeah, forty shouldn't be 42, too many points scored. Like hope it ain't. Uh, hope it hope it's better than that because uh, we've been getting spoiled with these primetime matchups this year, bro. Yeah, it's been for some sure. Hell, great games on primetime, so hopefully they don't disappoint with these horrible quarterbacks they got going out. I'm well, in, 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 one horrible quarterback. We'll we'll give Geno a, a chance this year. Yeah, we'll see what Gino do, bro. Yeah, yeah, he looked fire, bro. I was happy, bro. He did. I'm he always did. I was like, damn, okay. I'm like, goddamn, Gino, let's go. Let's not be sorry. <laughs> That's how you not be sorry when the pressure come on. Yep. Uh, let me see. That's it for Sunday night. So now, uh, are you ready? Oh, hold on. We got a question before we get into Sunday night. I thought we did. Yeah. I see it. Nah. Maybe. There oh, yeah, go. there we go. Uh, sup, fellas? I'm five and zero. Oh. Congratulations. 10 team PPR, two flex, trade Najee and Amari for CMC and Jacoby. Uh, My running backs are Eckler, Monty, Moss. Wide receivers are Dante, uh, Devontae, Deontay, Godwin, and Sutton. So you want to trade Najee and get CMC? I would not do that. Especially um, with him being hurt, Najee is exactly. basically CMC right you remember, now. You remember? I think it was like two weeks ago, bro, where we somebody had a question about trading for CMC, and I, I just can't trade for hurt players, bro, because mm-hmm. we don't know how long is, he's going to be out, bro. If he comes he back right. and he's and he's great, then you know trade for him, bro. But we just don't know, bro. Like if I can give up, maybe like another running back bro i just don't like giving up Najee, bro he's getting so much volume out there bro he's he's being targeted bro he's like a, a cmc light and you yeah, have that's what I said. cooper yeah so yeah. 
I, I would keep that Amari deal. Cooper, I do, I do, I do see you trying to get off Amari Cooper. I feel like he is a, a packageable deal, but Najee, I'm, I'm trying to hold on a top five running back. If it ain't broke, me. don't fix it, bro. For you sure, five and zero, bro. You have a uh, monster squad, bro. Um, the just, best just trade in no trade sometimes. Stay, stay, stay in the flames, bro. Make sure you like and subscribe, bro, if you haven't already. Um, my bond. I don't. I'm not going to try to ruin your name, bro. That's my thing on the show. I don't know how to pronounce names, so horrible name. Don't take it offense. Don't take it. Offense. I traded DJ Moore Henderson for Stefan Diggs and Chase Edmonds. Don't like that. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like that. that. Of course, yeah. Stefan Diggs does. Like he's. We're gonna talk about him in a second, but he hasn't been the same as he was last year. He's still getting the air yards, the targets, but it's just a lot more options out there. So I just feel like his ceiling is going to be capped. Mm-hmm. Um, blow up game. I feel like it's coming this week, but as far as like for a whole year, Henderson has been a beast this year, bro. He was really close to having like a super monster game last week. He set out that drive and Sony got the touchdown, yeah. but they're treating him. They're giving him the volume, bro. And DJ Moore, of course, um, he had one down week last week, but he's been a super stud this year too. So it's not a bad trade, but uh, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, we talked about Chase we'll Edmonds earlier in the episode. I, I, don't, I don't really like Chase Edmonds outlook. Hey, man, make sure you like and subscribe, man. And you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Next time, send us that trade at, at our Gmail or somewhere so we can, like, man, just give you a couple <laughs> bucket. Yeah, man. No, no, no. If you go to the website and contact us, you know what I'm saying, and go through the Gmail or whatever, we'll give you specific advice. You know what I mean? I got you. Follow the session. Join the session. All that. But like, uh, you can Monday. uh you could you could like you can uh message messages a fantasy in session like where somewhere <laughs> <laughs> all these places down yeah, there. yeah all that. Right, we gonna answer all of them no kidding um oh uh, hold on uh let's see what are we on Monday night football oh hold on one yep. more big dog who do I start at Marquise Brown. this week Waddle Mar- Marquise Brown I didn't even have to read yep. anymore Marquise Number Brown six receiver you want to hear the breakdown on his game you can go back to our last episode that we recorded on wednesday for sure he's a he's in the middle of a breakout year so you want to definitely want to stay in those flames keep him in there make sure you like and subscribe brother um on to the last game are you ready for some football a monday night party yeah Yeah. the buffalo bills are five and a half point favorited at the tennessee titans over under 53 and a half points uh, we got Josh Allen. Of course, you're going to start the great white hope. Uh, the running back situation out there, Zach Moss and uh, Devin Singletary. Moss out snapped Singletary last week uh, with 74% of the snap um, to Singletary, who played under 30%. How do you feel about that running back situation? Uh, yes, Zach Moss has been moving up the ranks every week ever since that weird uh, week two game. Uh, our week one game where he set out, but uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's finished as a top 15 play twice, finished as a top 30 play in all four weeks. And uh, he just seems like the preferred option when they do, uh, when they are in leads and controlling the clock or whatever. So, and that it profiles to be like that this week with them being a five and a half point favorites. So uh, I like him as a uh, running back too, bro. Of course he's still splitting somewhat with Singletary and you always going to have to the, the worry about uh not even worry. It's going to happen. Josh Allen vulturing some looks on the goal line, but he's getting targeted. He is uh, seeing the majority of the workload, and he's playing on a great offense, bro, so he's going to have mm-hmm. opportunities to score every week. So I, I like uh, uh, Zach Moss this week, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad I didn't get him in a lot of places that uh, people were trying to, like, just give him away basically this offseason. If you have yeah, Zach Moss anywhere and you're trying to give him away, I am a running back person in need. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Help me, help me. Sunday's dynasty, bro. I'll I'll trade him to you. You don't need no running back. Yeah, you kind of do. I mean, shit. If CMC don't ever fucking come back, <laughs> yeah. God damn. That is, I mean, that shit ruined every, my whole plan, bro. It ruined everything. Well, CMC he's not one on one next year, bro. Somebody's gonna get a no value, way, but no uh, way, hopefully they uh he stays. Najee Harris might be one on one for me, bro. If he, hey, he it might. was laughable when I said Najee Harris get ninety fucking targets. Hey, yeah, it is looking a little more, a little more realistic now. But yeah, he's a beast. 
On to another one of my favorite plays. Uh, we got Dawson Knox, man. I've been talking about him for a long time. He's in the middle of another one of his. He's in the middle of a breakout season, also. Or like we mm-hmm. mentioned, uh, it, it's due to the touchdowns. But this tight tight end, that's what you're looking for. A tight end that's going to score touchdowns. But he's being uh, targeted downfield too. It ain't just like you know dink and dunk with him. Of course, you would like to see more volume, but the fact that he's being targeted downfield and he does have that touchdown upside every week, man. He made a play on uh, somebody last week from Kansas City Road where he mm. he kind of he threw it to the right spot, but he kind of moss dude, bro. So he he's shown he's he's pretty athletic too. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely like, like Dawson Knox. I told you I, I was I used to talk about him a lot. I feel like he's a, he's a great uh, mm-hmm. pass catcher wide receiver. I mean pass catcher tight end. Um, yep. The wide receivers I was that's what I was about to mention. We talked about Stephon Diggs. Um, of course, like you mentioned, man, we all expected a little bit more from Stephon Diggs. There's a couple of those guys out there that we expected more from, but they just haven't been it. Uh, he could have scored mean, a touchdown last week too, bro. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Did you see that? Mm, I don't no. know if he was trying to showboat or not, but he, he, Josh Allen connected with him downfield, bro, where if he would have turned one way, he could have just walked into the end zone. I don't know if he knew the safety was right next to him, bro, so he kind of turned that way. He kind of slowed down and turned the – Wrong way, bro, and the dude just tackled him, bro. But if you would have turned the opposite way towards the end zone, he would have scored, bro. I don't know if it was showboat or he just didn't know he was there, but he didn't score because of that shit. Ow, got his ass. You know, Man. and that's a, that's just another reason why you got to look into you got to just look more into box box score, bro, because he's still being targeted a lot. Yeah, still, he's you know what I mean. Like he's still a stud, bro. And the blow up game could definitely be this week. Um, I also flipped around and traded. I traded Swift for him in a redraft. It wasn't a bad trade until Saquon got hurt, so shout out to me. That's mm-hmm. another one of four team I got that with Eckler and Saquon on the same team, so shout out to me, bro. Damn. Um, Damn. Emmanuel Sanders is somebody who I love, man. He's been showing out. Um, Sanders has been the guy the last three games has scored at least 13 points in each week um, and has had at least six targets. He's been a great wide receiver, too, and against his um, – I guess his secondary for the Titans, he I got I think he has a been locked in start. Uh Cole Beasley's been dropping value ever since Emmanuel Sanders been rising. So I feel like that Cole Beasley being that sneaky PPR start, it's kind of like not as dependable as it once was. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I got him as a sit for me. I agree. You know, not only uh Emmanuel Sanders, but Dawson Knox, who we just talked about, like they both have been creeping into his targets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not looking because he never had the ceiling anyway. So if he's not getting the targets to, to give him that high floor, then he's, you know, no use to me, bro. No offense. No use to me. <laughs> you're fucking, you're out of here, mom. You're out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my room, mom. Um, stupid. On to the other side of the ball, we got Ryan Tannehill. He's not really having the season we also expected him to have with Julio Jones, AJ Brown, the great assortment of um, just wealth that he had on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Ryan is a sit against the best defense in the league. Um, the the Buffalo Browns, they're holding quarterbacks Ooh. to 12. <laughs> the fucking Buffalo Browns, because I didn't believe it. This Javar shit says so I didn't believe it because I think the Cleveland Browns are best. It's all like, hold on. But anyway, man, the Buffalo is only allowing 12 fantasy points per game uh, to the quarterback position. So I guess they are pretty good. That's pretty good. So, of course, we're going to sit Ryan Tannehill, uh, uh, starting Great King Henry. Bro, like it was looking pretty bleak, and then out of nowhere, he had three touchdowns. Yeah, he's, he's a he's Jesus. just a machine, bro. It's just it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. I need him to I, like power me through this week, also. Of course, you're, you're not trading him in in, in redraft, but dynasty, bro. Like even in dynasty, bro. I am riding. I'm just gonna I don't just, care. just keep him until the wheels fall off, bro. Like I just traded just, for him. I traded. Yeah, I traded I'm not, for him. I'm not, so like in dynasty, you always try to get out. It's, you know, they say it's better to get out a year ahead than you know, than on time. Pretty much with the running back, like yeah. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm just gonna I don't enjoy care. these riches, hey, bro. And, we do uh, not care. <laughs> what's that, exactly. uh, Stephon? Uh, that what's Stephen it? A. Smith? Yeah, Stephen yeah. A. Smith. Hey, hey, we do not we care. Don't care. I don't care about your regression or anything, bro. I don't care what you're pays for. None of that. Yeah, he's on my lineup. It's for a, sure. Retires. Um. AJ Brown and Julio Jones, we mentioned them. The the Bills are the best defense against the pass when it comes to fantasy. They are allowing the le- the fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver group all year. Um, and the wide receiver group for the Titans have been struggling already. It's a it's yep. a 
AJ Brown has a 40% catch rate on the year, bro. That is horrible. Yeah. But it's not going to continue. Um, you know, I hope it doesn't anyway, because that is that's 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 horrible. Yeah. So Julio is expected to play also. Yep, he's practicing full. So he has Tannehill does have his uh his full, you know, weaponry out there. So right, man, if you will, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um still not starting Tannehill, but uh Julio and AJ. Guess it's like wide receiver threes. That sounds so gross to say out loud, bro. But it is what it is, man. AJ Brown hasn't finished higher than wide receiver thirty-three, and um, Julio had a eighteen uh, number eighteen finish, but the other two weeks was seventy-six and sixty. So just hasn't been there for him. You're hoping that I could turn around because it is a high-scoring game this week, but it's a uh, not a good matchup. So we'll see. I still I, I think you should start him as wide receiver threes, but I wouldn't argue with anybody that wants to go another way. Yeah, it's, it, like you said, bro, it's just so weird that you even have to like think about starting these two. Like coming into the the year, everybody was like, "Who's gonna be top 12? You know, nah, nah, yeah. they're both gonna be top twelve. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? Fuck you. Uh, this is the first year I had AJ Brown in one of my leagues too, bro. Too. And it is just not going good, bro. I hate when that happens, bro. Because now Dang, next year, bro, bro I'm not bro. gonna want AJ Brown, bro. And he's gonna every have fucking Saint one. Insert every Saint player I ever fucking bro, drafted. I swear, in my life. bro. I gotta, I gotta be. I gotta Insert Allen Robinson, okay. who I never really get the opportunity to draft. But yeah. the one time I get the opportunity to draft Allen Robinson, he's ass cheeks. Uh, Cliff bro. Kingsbury just got tested positive for COVID, so he Uh-oh. won't coach this weekend. Uh, shout out to Jay Glazer and Sleeper. Uh, yeah, man, but that's all I got from that game. I don't think you want to start any of the tight ends, so nope. Damn, bro, the wide receiver position is ugly out there. Um, that's pretty much it, man. You got anything else for week six? I play Carlos a lot here, week six. I don't like talking. Well, shit you play me in two leagues, one league, no, I'm not like even counting, bro. No, I'm not. Oh, no, 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 no. Bro, that shit don't count, bro. You see everybody I got on buy, bro. All my fucking playmakers on buy. CMC is hurt. I got CMC hurt. Can we play? Can we just play next week, bro? Hey, you wouldn't win. You probably wouldn't win regardless, bro. That shit. That would be so. I would talk shit over there. Like if I win, that's why I'm not talking. Hey, listen, listen, bro. I'm not talking shit to you in no leagues, bro. In no leagues, bro. I'm not even talking any shit, bro. I'm not talking no shit because shit. I might, I might be in trouble then, boy. You might be in trouble because when I seen marathon, when I seen them fucking duds, and I said, uh oh. Oh, you was writing out the message, and then Jalen Hurts fucking put up his second rush. I Hey, fucking <laughs> that sleeper will get you every time. That green line, Jackson. Hey, yeah. oh my it's god, yeah. sleeper. Yeah. Hey, shout out help. to y'all for for putting that green line on there because you can't help uh, but to look at it, bro. Exactly, but it's, it's like it's, oh, it's just shit. not. Good. But it, it's a projection, bro. So yeah, nine times out of ten, it should be correct, but. Of course, it's fantasy football. Hey, so. Ain't nothing yeah. like when that shit go from 1% on fucking yeah. Sunday Hell to fucking yeah. 40%. And then next thing like, you know, like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> shit, you might be fucking losing, my guy. Hell yeah. But, uh, man, shit, if y'all ain't got nothing else, I think we got all the comments. Let's get out of here, bro. Uh, see, Javar, he didn't fucking show up. Like we mentioned, yeah, damn. Knew it wasn't coming. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> good, uh, good luck. Good luck good this luck week. To everybody set lows. I oh, know. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>